The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Creeps and Crimes Podcast. Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. I'm Morgan. I'm Taylor. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Almost happy Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. Halloween. This Why do we do that on here? Halloween. We're fucking Halloween. sick. What do we say? This. What did we do? This that this is creeps and crimes. This is creeps and crimes. Creeps and crimes. Creeps and crimes. Creeps and crimes. So funny because we might be talking about that at the end. No, of we definitely. We, I'm gonna have to leave that in. Or no, but, did we leave it in? Did we do that here or did we do that in the other? Anyways, sure. guys, happy fucking Halloween. Can't wait to see all your pics. Make sure you're tagging us in them because we want to see how Better you are. be wearing your merchandise. Yeah, that's what I'm most interested in seeing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm excited to see, to see what you slays. Yeah, the yeah. kids are slaying too. But Cute. moms, this is your time to fucking shine through the neighborhood. It. This is it. You're a creepy bitch. Perfect. Get asked about it. Hot shit gold. Hot shit Hot girl shit. Hot girl shit. Not hot shit. Cool. <laughs> hot girl shit. Hot girl shit. Hot shit ghoul. Yeah, same. Same difference. Same days. So all right. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you gotta stay safe. Do your thing. Um, check buddy system. Your candy, you know. Not really. It's not like a thing anymore, but like maybe just be vigilant of it. Be vigilant. You know, I think about that a lot. How am I gonna be like? How do I tell my kids to never ingest something given to them by another person and then let them go out on Halloween? You can't. You can't. So just enjoy your candy. You know, watch your little kiddos. Hopefully your neighbors aren't sick, Fox. Yeah, hopefully not. To give out weird candy. Contaminated candy, like the weird fucks that do. So anyways, uh, I hope you have a great Halloween. Stay safe. Uh, If you're young and you're going out on like an extended Halloween, have a great time. If you're going to the frat houses, wear your frat shoes. Mm -hmm. And don't Don't take a drink. Don't wear your heels. (laughs) Don't take a drink from anybody. Okay? And don't wear your white white good tennies. They're never going to survive. They're not going to survive. But I know the fits are cute. I'm so excited. Tag us in them too. Yeah, I cannot wait to see. Even if you're not dressed up in CNC merch, I do want you to tag me because I need to see see what you're wearing. I have got to see what you're wearing. So... That's, uh, we're going to have a short version of our intro today because- It's a special app. It's a special app. And we've got a lot of conversation in this recording at the end because we have a special guest joining us. We're so excited. You guys are going to love her. We're so excited. We had such a great time. You guys are going to be obsessed with her. You probably already see it in the title, but we're going to act like it's a big surprise. She's so fucking cute. She was so fucking cute. And we were on her episode last Thursday- so go listen to that if you haven't yet. And anyways, I'm just really excited about this Halloween. How many Halloweens is this now? Four? This is our fourth Halloween. Our fourth Halloween was CNC. Oh, we're kind of going downhill. You know, last year we did a whole like 3 p.m. drinks. We had a setup. Mm-hmm. We had it decorated. I was looking for those decorations and they must have made their way here or they're in the closet from hell. No, they're downstairs in the Halloween decorations. And then half of them are upstairs in the very top cubby of the closet from hell. Nice. Yeah. Should have asked. I knew you'd know where they uh, were. I know. Chaotic, but you know. Chaotic, but I know exactly, exactly where the fuck it's at. So we've got, we've requested the most terrifying, like shit your pants, throw up, vomit, scream. So grab your buckets, get close to the toilet, pour up a fucking drink. Don't go to bed. Don't go to bed. And let's, let's get fucking creepy. The first story we have is from Shay using she, her pronouns. And the title is Halloween creepy account, my scary ass nightmare. 
fuck, we just talked about nightmares. I don't like that. I know, I know, I know. Little message here. Hey, spooky bitches. Here is my creepy account for the upcoming Halloween creepy accounts episode. I hope to hear it on the pod. I attach my account as a 1.5 space 14 font PDF because your girl can't see shit. We appreciate that. We can also not see shit. That is amazing. <laughs> we appreciate We should it. make that a requirement. I, I want to be like Shay. I want everyone to make a two enters between every single sentence. <laughs> and I need it on 14 font. And can you space it out like a script? If thank please. You. And thank you. <laughs> okay. Shay says, hey, besties. My name is Shay. She, her pronouns. I love the podcast. When I'm listening, it feels like I'm hanging out with some friends. And I love hearing about all your guys' life updates. I heard you wanted some creepy ass scary ass, wild ass, creepy accounts for Halloween. And I am here to tell you the scariest nightmare slash dream I have ever had. I would be so excited if I heard you guys read my account on the pod. Well, guess what? Shay, you're first. Bitch. Hey, Shay, what's going on? Hold on to your tits. And I hope you guys enjoy this creepy account. I got them, Shay. So I'm before ready. I jump into the dream, I need to give a small layout of my apartment in my bedroom. When you walk into my apartment, it's an open layout with the kitchen first, which leads into the living room. Do you live in 204? <laughs> to the left is my bedroom and to the right is a guest bedroom. When you walk into my bedroom, the bed is straight ahead. So if you are laying in my bed, you can see out into the living room. I have a couch that is facing the window at the end of the living room. So if someone is sitting on the couch and I'm looking at them from my bed, I would see the left side of their body. Okay. Okay. I'm with her. On to the nightmare. I woke up in my dream and I stared up at the ceiling for a moment. It was dark in our room aside from some small purple lights on the wall. I sat up in bed and looked out the bedroom door to see an old man sitting on my couch and staring straight ahead at the window in my living room. Oh, he had barely any hair on his head, and the hair he did have was gray and strewn about. He had a long, bushy, gray beard that looked wiry and untrimmed. At this point, I could only see the left side of his body, but he was wearing blue jeans and a tan coat. When I saw him, I completely froze. It was like nothing I have ever felt before. I felt like a statue unable to move, speak, or anything. I remember thinking that I wanted to wake up. My girlfriend told her what I was seeing, but my body wouldn't move and my eyes were glued to this old man sitting across from me. I'm not sure how long things stayed like that, but eventually he slowly stood up from the couch. He was super tall, kind of hunched over, and his face was expressionless with eyes like black beads. He was moving at a snail's pace, standing up and turning his whole body towards me. I was still frozen, unable to do anything. He started taking slow steps towards me, <gasps> one foot after another, still moving extremely slow. I could feel the panic and the fear building up in my chest as he entered the doorway to my bedroom. No. Suddenly, I was able to move my body, but it was slow movements, just like the man. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like running through like jello. Water or something. Like, you like you can't, can't get it's anywhere. It's like you're feeling every bit of gravity. Like there's yeah. no way other to describe it. Exactly. Oh, I hate that feeling. I reached over and started shaking my girlfriend as hard as I could manage. I was screaming, begging for her to wake up, but nothing was coming out. The man is still taking slow, big steps in my direction while I'm sitting there helpless. No matter how hard I fought to scream or shake my girlfriend, there was no response from her. It was like I was on mute and my girlfriend did not feel me shaking her as she laid there, continuing to sleep. The old man was so close to me now, getting closer and closer 
and closer. I continued to fight and scream while watching him as he continued to walk towards me, the whole situation in slow motion. As soon as the old man got up to me, his body right where my face was, fuck. I woke up in real life and shot up out of my bed. I immediately looked out my door, my eyes locking on the couch, which was empty. No old man, no slow motion. I was slicked in sweat and felt panic and fear rushing through my entire body. I remember feeling so uncomfortable, so unsure of what that nightmare was. I've never been so terrified. I still think about this nightmare often, wondering what exactly was happening. Was I experiencing sleep paralysis? Was it an evil entity? Or was it just a nightmare from hell. I would love your girls' opinions on it and anyone else's input. Thanks so much for making the best podcast. I love y'all and happy Halloween spooky bitches. With love, Shay. Shay? That is the definition of sleep paralysis. Yeah. But what's really weird about it, though, is like the slow motion moving. That she could move. Right. And that he was all like you went to his cadence of whatever he was moving like that. You were like in his realm, uh, but still existing. Like you were in the the in between almost of like his realm and our realm. Yeah. And so you're experiencing the same like slow motion like thing with him. I don't know because sleep paralysis, anytime I've had it, I see my room exactly how it is. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I see something. Sometimes I do not. Sometimes it's a shadow. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a literal doppelganger of my roommate. Like Mm -hmm. I've, I have seen real pictures and Mm -hmm. I have remembered the instance with Kelly, my freshman Mm -hmm. year. I remember being able to turn and be like, what I'm trying. Like I Mm -hmm. was turning my body Mm-hmm. So maybe I could turn my head that one time that I had yeah, sleep paralysis. So I I think my take on it is that it was sleep paralysis. It was everything about it. The yeah. exact same situation. Because in, in sleep paralysis, you're not able to like move, you know, right. fluidly and like normal. Right. So I think that she probably was experiencing it. And that was one fucking that was one sleep, paralysis sleep paralysis being that you do not want to see. And if I ever saw that, oh my God. But what's God. so weird is like how detailed this old man was for a sleep paralysis story. Like other than when you saw Kelly, someone that you know and that you can recognize, the other ones have just been like figures, right? Mm-hmm. Shadows, yeah. And then the one that I saw was like straight up a demon attacking me. I think there's got to be like certain like levels of there has to be sleep paralysis and whether it's a shadow figure, whether it's someone you recognize or whether mm-hmm. it's you are in sleep paralysis, kind of like if you heard Taylor's mini episode, mm-hmm. but you are like also at the same time experiencing something else that's probably going on in the real world. Yeah. But like your body is like fighting you. Yeah. Your soul is fighting you from being awake and experiencing what is really happening out there, right. which puts you in sleep paralysis. Right. Or something like that. There's got to be like different like. Honestly, Shay, I would like almost call Susan about this because I feel like this person, good or bad or whatever, like th- there's a reason that you saw such a detailed human being mm-hmm. there. Clothes. Hair, hair the tight. detail of the hair, how he was walking, mm-hmm. details about him. Like, I remember every piece of that woman. And I know the purpose of her coming to me. I know what happened. So I'm really interested. Is this someone that you ever would have recognized? Have you seen this person since? Did you watch a scary movie that night that mm-hmm. had like something in it that was unspoken? I, I don't know. 
Have you ever looked at old pictures of your family members? Right. Like, is this something? someone that was coming to you and like trying to warn you or trying to scare you? Because at the same time, like he had every single bit of ability to harm you. To scare the, to like s- really scare you. Know, you don't like really give you a good jump scare, yeah. you know? And he didn't. He didn't. He just like walked toward you. It's almost like he's giving you a message or something, whether it's a good or a bad message. But like, I don't know. I hate that. I would not know what to do. Like, especially if we've been talking about it way too fucking much. And it's it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Shut it down. Shut that shit down. Shut this shit down right now because I do not feel like doing that. Shay, call Susan. Thank you. Yeah. Call Susan. Thank you, Shay, for sending this in. But what the fuck, friend? What the fuck? The next one we have is from Brianna using she, her pronouns. And the title is Submission for Creepy Accounts. Hi, ladies. My name is Brianna and you can use my name, she, her pronouns. I'm a new listener from Ladies and Tangents. Oh, cute. Hi. And I've been listening nonstop. I have a few stories, so I'll keep them short and sweet. And if there is anything that you want more info on, I can definitely do that for y'all. Anyways, here we go. I've had paranormal experiences follow me for years. Some horrifying, some that are pretty mellow, but I am here to give you the good stuff. Oh, yes. Love good stuff. Love it. Probably not like good stuff, probably like the good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. We asked for terror. Yeah, we were like, will you absolutely haunt me? Yeah, you're right. No, I'm thinking. God, like- we didn't say, th- God, we did not say that. <laughs> Do not haunt us. God, please. God, don't let anyone haunt us. Me, I'm like, oh, good stuff. Yay, oh, yay. Mimi came through. It's Mama's so here. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> We're going to get to talk to Grandpa. <laughs> no, wrong. Wrong. Yeah, you're right. We wrong. asked for the opposite. <laughs> um, before I was born, when my mom was pregnant with my sister, my sister is about five and a half years older than me. My mom and dad had bought a house to raise us in, and none of these experiences happened weirdly until my mom got pregnant. My mom told me on multiple occasions that she would be sitting in the in the living room when all of a sudden she'd feel her hair start to stand up. And I don't mean like the hair on the back of your neck type of stuff. I mean, physically, the ghost would pick up her hair and twirl it. Shut up. I hate that. Okay, but honestly, I would kind of... I mean, if you were rubbing my head at night... When my mom would throw my hair, I would like a little bit. Like If if I had to pick one thing that a ghost did to me, like this right here, that's okay. I don't know. I'm like pretty protective over my hair. Oh, I, I don't know. You know, I like, I don't even let it. Logan touch my hair pretty often. Like, I know that's Well, really I don't weird. let Aaron touch mine because anytime he lays on me, he's like pinching no, it. I'm underneath. Like, ah, <laughs> I know. The fuck off. <laughs> Dude, it's awful. It's How so, do they do that? No, Why and they just body slam? like, you know, scoot closer to you and then all of a sudden that's you've like, been fucking ripped back. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, yeah. bro. Be aware of the hair. I know. Anyways, it didn't matter if she was alone or if multiple people were in the room. My aunt, who actually lived with them, saw this several times. Oh my God. That's crazy. Fast forward to my sister being born. I'm not sure how old she was or anything, but my mom said that she had been hearing these weird noises coming from upstairs. And then all of a sudden, my sister was in her crib and started crying. So my mom goes upstairs to pick up my sister and she had an upside down cross scratched into her forehead or like dented, like the pressure was in her forehead. That escalated quickly. That's when my mom said, fuck this shit and had a priest immediately come over to the house and bless it. Yeah. Thank God. He told my mom that the presence that was in this home and messing with the daughter, so the older sister, was not harmful. And actually, the upside down cross on her forehead was to protect her. 
And, Sir, you need to go back what, to preschool. And what exorcist movie have you ever seen that in? The Mr. Priest. Um, I'm calling the Vatican on your ass. Immediately the Pope's on Get the out. fuck out of here talking to me like that. Oh my God. An upside down cross. It actually means good luck. Like, does it? No, like, it does not. It's he's just full of shit. That's a... That, right, because like they... Anyone they that's holy, religious... They do holy water on a regular... Cross. Yes. I don't think God approved of that. He did not mark off on that. Anyways, I'm not 100% sure how he determined this, but that's just what happened. Next on the stop of the what the fuck train, this is years later. I'm in fourth grade and we were in com- a completely different house. My parents divorced and we moved around a lot after my mom remarried. This house was the biggest that we had ever lived in, past and present, and it was old. My sister and I were on the top floor with a bathroom up there and my mom and stepdad were on the main floor just for context. One night, my sister and I were hanging out and we heard this loud bang and glass shattering. My hero of a big sister said, you should go see what that was. (laughs) You should definitely go check that out. Yeah, you should go see what that was about. I said, only if you go with me. So we slide down the stairs, the quietest that we'd ever been, and we come to the opening in the living room. When we see two red eyes Floating. They had to have been no, no heads, <laughs> eight and a half to nine feet up on the wall because it's an old house with tall as fuck ceilings. We watched these two red eyes go up and then start coming towards us in a downward direction and then back up and absolutely launch itself right past us and disappear. Two sets, or do you think two eyes? Two, probably like just one two, set. one eye, one eye. Yeah, one set of eyes. Whoa, okay. okay, that's, I've never heard that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. It's like the Cheshire cat just fucking around your house. Why'd you say that? Call the police. Call the police. Call the, call the Vatican. Call? Call the Vatican. Pope. Call the Pope. Call the Pope. Amen. So. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It launches itself right past us and disappears. We eventually found out that the banging and the glass shattering was my mom's crock pot. Apparently, whatever it was that was floating around with the red eyes did not want my mom's boiled dinner and neither did we. Oh, <laughs> mom's got shit on with the crock pot. Let me tell you something. I'm also anti-crock pot. <laughs> I'm a crock pot bitch. Dude, when I was younger and it was winter, the only thing we had were crock pot meals and it, it was always pot roast. And you know how pot roast gets like rubbery sometimes? No, but my mom wasn't a pot, uh, crock pot girly girl. Oh, my she mom was, was like a, a like, bitch. She made roast and she made stew and stuff, but mm-hmm. she either made it on the stove or in the oven. No. We did so crockpot. she never, it was like parties only in crockpot. So I guess I never mm. had the trauma of a crockpot, which is why I like crockpot. Yeah, because you'd have to wake up in the morning and you smell that fucking pot roast that's been on the timer I since would, six. Oh, I would smell that still. I in, hate that. In the oven. Yeah, I hate Probably that. even stronger. Yeah, probably because it's faster. Yeah. I mean, and then it would linger on. And if it was chicken, fucking count your days. Yeah, my mom didn't do crockpot meals. Actually, Rough. not. I really just didn't even piece that together. Yeah. And our last stop on this train ride to yeah fuck that for sure we have moved again and this time we're in a smaller ranch style home on a big plot of land I had known previously that this house was 50 shades of fucked up because of interactions that my sister and my mom had had but I was on summer break between my freshman and sophomore year and I was pulling my usual all-nighter texting all my friends not really paying much attention my friends were one by one just falling asleep on me so I figured that maybe I should probably get some sleep too so I went from my side lane position to sitting upright on my bed because I was going to turn off my light. 
But as I'm doing this, I look up from my phone and I see something in my window. Not really thinking anything of it, I picked up my head and looked again. When I tell you that I froze, I mean it. So this is my biggest fear at night. Oh my God. There was a figure standing in my window. I hate that. That that is like the thing. That is like my ultimate. Yeah, I can't do that. You know what I do before I shut all my blinds? I turn on my outdoor lights. You have to shut off the indoor lights. Yeah. I'm looking fucking outside, bitch. I'm looking. I'm seeing everything. And it's going to be bright as fuck. And the cameras are recording. Yeah. You are on camera. It was an all black figure. And all I could see was this thing's pale face and dark sunken in eyes it's a vampire standing there it is that's a vampire that is waiting for its invitation i was frozen i couldn't scream and i couldn't get up to tell my mom or sister i just stared at it for what felt like hours until i realized bitch you cannot just stare at whatever the fuck this is and torture yourself so i just picked up my phone and continued on i was being very cautious looking at the thing through my window making sure it was still Excuse there me ma'am and then when the t- by the time that the sun came up it disappeared and i finally relaxed and fell asleep uh, fell asleep since i hadn't been to bed yet when i woke up a few hours later i told my family about what happened and of course my stepdad didn't believe me surprise but my sister and her boyfriend at the time did so we kind of recreated the setting keep in mind that my sister's boyfriend at the time was about six five when i tell you this man's head not even his eyes just his forehead the tip of his head was all that we could see from inside where i was laying through my window my heart dropped whatever this was had to have been at least seven foot tall or even taller luckily for me I was able to move bedrooms and I never, ever saw this figure again. We continue to have paranormal experiences and encounters, but we moved out when I was 16. If you guys do read this, even if it's on the podcast, thank you so much for everything that you do. Okay, well, whenever... Uh, Listen here, Brianna. Whenever you said we wanted to recreate the event, I thought for sure you guys were like (laughs) going to be sitting there at night, this time with your sister and her boyfriend. And a camera. And you're going to be waiting for him to come by. And we caught him on camera and it's fucking a vampire floating in the air. Flying. Can vampires fly? I don't fucking know. I don't know. That's like Slenderman, actually. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, I hate that. Yeah, I do feel like Dracula was standing out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the was, way you could just chill. No, the way that you were just like, honestly, it's going to sit here and look at me. I would have had to have gotten like a broom and been like, like jump scare him, you know, like act like someone was about to hit him in the face. Yeah, no, I would have had to fuck with this thing at some point if I've I was going like, to be that comfy. Like sneaking out, like moving from the bed, sneaking alongside the wall of him and then yep. like jumping up right in front of his face just Boom. to see what he did. Yeah. <laughs> like just And then sit there and stare back. Yeah. I would have like crab walked on my back and like did a bunch of acro and like <laughs> walked yeah. over. I'm like, you fucking scared, bitch. <laughs> you not getting scared. You did get scared and run away. Yeah. That would be crazy. You scare the fucking vampire runs away. It's like, oh, oh wow. That was that was good. That goal was so mean. Actually, Brianna, don't worry. You don't even need to call Susan because we figured it out. It's either Dracula or the Tooth Fairy. It could have been. It could have been the Tooth Fairy. You know, I'm not sure about the upside down cross and the red floating eyes, but. Yeah, I forgot about that up until then. Yeah, you, a priest lied to you, by the way. There's a vampire following you. That's exactly what happened. No worries. Don't Brianna. let the priest get you confused. Thank you for that. That was. Thank you so much, Brianna. That was old. That was, that crazy. was scary. Okay. The next one we have is from Seth. Seth, 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 he, him, pronouns. Title, don't look in the attic. Oh, God. Hello, ladies. It's your boy, Seth. Hey. Hey, Seth. We miss you. What's going on, Seth? I hope all is well in your world. I hope you're doing well, too. Thank you. Oh, (laughs) 
I just burped. I thought you really said, excuse me. I wasn't listening to what you said. And then I clicked. Wait, what was that episode that I said something like, like, thank you so much. You're like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were so excusing me. You're that. like, oh, excuse you. I'm not. Seth, okay. I hope you're doing well, Morgan. I hope that burp was okay. You know? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Seth. We're back to serious. We're fine. Okay, so I used to sell slash install ADT alarm systems. Mm. And I came across a lot of crazy people and people that were really scared. 99% of the time, people had legitimate reasons for getting an alarm. But the other 1% of people were telling me crazy stories about the government sending birds through the vents and realizing gases and all kinds of wild, unbelievable stories like that. Like the government was out to get them, like get them security ASAP. Dude, Seth, you may want to go get a job at ADT just so I can meet these people. I know, that would be so fun. I mean, that sounds like a hoot. But I always listened and installed an alarm system and I never treated anyone like they were crazy. I just nodded my head and I just made sure that they felt safe. That was my job. I added that. He didn't say that. <laughs> That was his story. Morgan's feeling really confident about intruding with Seth's story today. <laughs> Seth, I might make, I might make right. some tweaks here and there. <laughs> Morgan works for ADT. If you're going to add it, just roll with it, man. I'm the queen of that shit. I've never done that. You do that. Why I do, I that? do that? I do that. I do That's just my job. So it's on my. It's an ADT slogan. So, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, just a couple of tweaks here and there. So, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I can't see. My eyes are too watery. Adding all the fluff. <laughs> While I was doing an install on one of these houses, the elderly woman told me she thought someone was coming through her attic and stealing her clothes. My first thought was, bitch, zero people want your ratchet clothes. <laughs> Period, Seth. Did he say that for he real? He said that for real. I was not fluffed. That was not fluffed. But I didn't say that, obviously. <laughs> well, I installed sensors on all the doors and windows, and she was safe and secure. I called her son, and I told him that I was almost finished, and I asked him if he wanted to put a sensor on the attic door. It was going to be an extra charge, and I wanted to make sure he didn't think I was over there just upselling the fuck out of his sweet old mother. Oh. Anyways, he said, no, don't worry about it. I wrapped up and I showed her how to use it and I left. About three days later, I got a call from the son and he says, quote, hey, go ahead and come back and put the sensor on the attic door because she insists that someone is coming in through there. I tell him no problem and I head over to her house. I had to use my ladder while installing the sensor because the attic access was the little square board that just lifts up on the ceiling in the master bedroom closet. I currently have one. Thank you, Seth. Me too. Yeah. Not in my bathroom, but mine's a perfect little square that you can only lift up. You can't pull down. That nice. he's talking about. And that makes me want to literally go up there right now with a flamethrower. <laughs> so. Hairspray and a lighter. Yeah, hairspray and a lighter. Burn the house down. I tell the lady, hey, let me just go ahead and crawl in the attic and I'll check and see if I see anything. Ballsy fucking move, Seth, my guy. Bro's going out there and be like, I'm on the front lines. <laughs> reporting for duty man. Yeah. <laughs> this was so I could assure her and her son that nothing was going on as I crawled through the hole I could see light coming through the vents outside so it was fairly lit up in the attic and then I saw it the woman's house was part of a duplex someone had cut a large piece of sheetrock out between the two attics like big enough to crawl through 
and there were things up there. Cigarette butts, old batteries, other trash. Oh, shit. Someone had been coming into her apartment. I took pictures. I crawled back down and I called her son. We both agreed that we were not going to tell her until he could come over and call the landlord, get it all sorted out. But I felt so terrible for not believing her. I took the pictures back to the office and I used it as a teaching point for all of us to listen to the customers every time, no matter what. Customer service, baby. Yes. That story reminds me of one more addict story. This happened when I was a baby, but my aunt and my mom had told the story to me over the years. My uncle used to work nights, so my aunt was at home a lot by herself. She would always tell my uncle that she heard noises in the attic, and he explained it was probably just squirrels. Anyways, one day my uncle was gone working out of town for a few days, and my aunt was once again staying by herself. She went to work one morning. It was about a 10 to 12 minute drive from her house to her job. She got all the way to work and realized she had left something. So she runs inside and tells her boss, hey, I'll be right back. And then she drives back home. She goes inside and stops dead in her tracks because she hears her shower running. (gasps) She starts hollering my uncle's name, thinking that somehow he's back in town and taking a shower. Yeah. Anyways, the bathroom door is open and she says my uncle's name one more time and no answer, fuck. She looks in the mirror towards the edge of a shower curtain and there is a rough looking dude with a bushy beard staring back at her through the mirror. What the fuck? She runs out and drives to my mom's house and tells her. They call the police and meet them over there and she tells the police about the attic. So they crawl up there and sure enough, the guy had been living up there. He was gone, but all of his stuff was up there. Sleeping bag, candles, some of the food he stole from their cabinets. This guy had been living up there and just waiting for opportunities to come down. Fucking creepy. I hope y'all enjoy these stories. I love you both. Thank you, Seth. Seth, we love you too. Seth, love you. What the fuck? I'm terrified. No, that was also another, like, I always thought it was an irrational fear of mine as a kid, but like a real fear nonetheless, because there was a Criminal Minds episode of this guy who had holes in each room and it was like a one story house. I know what you're talking about. And he would watch through each room and it was like his own little like dollhouse. He had like a replica or I think maybe I'm mixing up in the attic. It was like one of the ones that you came from Hobby Lobby and he was like moving around. He had like furniture that he painted. Yeah, maybe it was CSI even. Maybe it wasn't Criminal minds like it was something was it like Dexter that. something and it wasn't Dexter. it was something like but it was one of those like old like yeah you know deep colored drama crime drama shows yeah yeah whoa my nose is running now too what happened to us okay wait let's talk about edt yeah what the fuck wait here's my thing too if you're gonna steal some lady's clothes like she obviously had to have heard you come down like she knows you're coming through the attic right but i wonder like who it was so you're not being slick did they i wonder if they ever found out like true he probably doesn't know but yeah maybe i don't know seth let's call that son up again you got the numbers we got a few questions i just maybe mm, send this to the son maybe like the duplex like the people that lived on the other side were coming down and like stealing stuff from from their tenants yeah and they were the landlords yeah that could have been that definitely was it yeah 100 (laughs) percent. that was it that was it we solved it case closed addicts are scary and for what and for why like why can't we just finish addicts like why do they have to be unfinished all right okay thank you so much seth we love you seth so thank you for writing and tell the whole crew that we say hi and we love them so the next one we have is from tabitha using she her pronouns and the title is creepy account for halloween mm, thanks, hey girls i've written in a few times but i didn't get picked so i'll try again it's giving pick me i have two stories to tell they're kind of long so feel free to pick one over the other 
The creepy account isn't one that happened to me, but within my family. And I've been told the stories a number of times. So I'm very confident that I can share. These play on the line of religious stories. So if they don't fit the vibe, I totally get it. Trigger warning for demonic possessions and spirits. Listen with care. I'm scared. Why, why are we reading this? Why did we request this? I, I hate this. Class. I'm terrified. This happened back in the late 80s, early 90s. And my mom and older cousins were present for one. And my great aunt lived the other. Okay. So I've heard the story from multiple point of views. As a background, I'll note that my family was raised in a Pentecostal household with super strict rules mm-hmm. and very aware of demons, God, the Bible, etc. Wow. Okay. I'm sure. So creepy account number one. My great aunt worked in some sort of a sewing factory where everyone sat in a similar style that a traditional classroom would have. Thinking of like the Grinch classroom when I was a child, I don't know why, but that's the first image that comes to my mind. I believe that they were in their late teens, early 20s. It was two of them that worked there. I'll give fake names since it's not myself, Maria and Teresa. There was a coworker there, not sure of what her name was, was. It's never been spoken of, but she was watching them while they worked the entire day. And my aunts noticed this and talked amongst themselves about it. While on their lunch break, they went home quickly because it was just nearby. But before they left, their coworker bumped into my aunt Maria, pulled something off of her shirt and said, quote, she had something, end quote. They thought nothing of it. They went home very quickly, though, and then went back to work. At work, Maria tells Teresa that she's not feeling too well and something was wrong because she just did not feel okay. All the while, their coworker was still watching them and from their account was clearly chanting something over and over in a different language. No. No. The story then gets a little fuzzy here, but they leave work and they go home. At home, my great-grandmother, their mother, starts Because in that household, a prayer is what solves everything. Mm -hmm. My Aunt Maria is now in some sort of a trans-like state, and many of my great-grandmother's church friends come over and and are praying in unison over her, saying that they must break the brujo, which is uh, Spanish for curse. During the praying and all the things that come with that, my Aunt Teresa has told us that my great-grandmother tells them that she can see chains wrapped around my Aunt Maria. So many chains that she sees someone in the corner standing near her and she describes a woman. My Aunt Teresa is crying because the woman she's describing is the co-worker. <gasps> I have chills all over my body. What the fuck? Okay. Somehow and for some unknown reason, this woman, this coworker created a curse and put it on my aunt. My great grandmother said that she watched every single chain break slowly and the woman fade away with every single chain that broke. Look at my legs. They were successful through the night and were able to get my aunt out of this trance or curse. My Aunt Maria has also told us the story and does not remember anything after she passed out after getting home. Wow. So that was number one. What the fuck? Why would this woman like put a curse? Like, did y'all ever see this bitch again? Did you fight her in the street? Yeah, really though. No. Did she was she really a coworker or was she someone there just to, like Right, like had they ever seen her before? Like right. what was that about? Did she come back to Right. Did work? she ever come back to work? What happened to this crazy bitch? Holy Thank shit. God your parents your your great grandmother was as spiritually tuned to Pentecostal as she was. 
For real, though. I mean, really, though, she, you didn't like even have, learn you didn't have to say shit. Right. You don't have to say shit. She, you walked in her door and she already had her friends over praying. Yeah, she knew. She knew. Okay. So creepy account number two. So again, very religious family. We were taught that all addictions are demons that have attached themselves onto you. For instance, if you suffer from drug addiction in my family, that would be referred to as you having a demon of addiction attached to you and they needed to rid that of you. Mm-hmm. Of course, that is not everything to it, but just for reference. Late 80s again, somewhere in Brooklyn, New York. My cousin Janet was at the time maybe 13 or 14. My cousins and my mom were all raised by my great grandmother. So they all lived together. Plus her kids, my great aunts and uncles were also smushed into this apartment. My cousin was at school in class with my mom and her youngest sister. Not sure how that makes sense since they're a year apart whatever. So as they're in the classroom, my mom watched Janet slump over at her desk and fall asleep. At the same exact time, my great grandmother is on her way to pick her up. Why? Because she had a vision, feeling, or whatever we want to call it, that my cousin was going to be possessed when she fell asleep and that they wouldn't be able to wake her. Great grandma pulls up at the school, having no idea what the fuck is going on, goes into the classroom and the cousin Janet's not waking up. She will not wake up. Oh my God. So they bring her home. My mom and other cousins were brought home as well. And they were all downstairs praying again. So many people in the house, my mom said, like friends from church, neighbors praying over her. She remembers hearing the entire bedroom upstairs being destroyed, th- throwing things, breaking things, etc. My great grandmother went upstairs and my cousin is real life possessed like in the movies. Holy shit. Not going into detail here, but my great grandmother until she died, sweared that the demon truly never left Janet's body. She said that it would go away, but it would never leave. My mom tells us that while Janet would brush her hair in the mirror, my great-grandmother would see the demon staring back at her in the mirror. Oh, fuck. I was not ready. I was not ready. (laughs) No. My cousin Janet is known to have slash has a very troubled life her entire life. She is now in her late 40s. Unfortunately, she has been on drugs, honestly, probably since maybe 16 years old. These probably aren't what you were looking for, but these are the stories that I remember hearing about and not being able to sleep because they were my family members telling me these things that really happened to them. I am happy to see you girls being so successful. I love the podcast and make my fiance listen to it with me in the car. And he always says that y'all's banter reminds him of me and my friends. (laughs) Can't wait to see everything that y'all have done and have in store in the future. Morgan, my wedding planner has been MIA too. So low-key, I had to fire. So we low-key fired her. I I feel you. You might want to make Tay take over. See ya. Fuck. I did get a response back on that. Oh. It wasn't a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. What, what a spiritually gifted family that you have. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting? And I, I've said this like what however many billions of times on the podcast, but like my I come from a very, very, very religious um Church of God family on my mom's side and on my dad's side is like very, very religious Southern Baptist. But my mom's side, maternal line, I mean, when I say like strictly Christian, like mm-hmm. the Bible is as it's written, law. 
I Ten grew, Commandments. Yeah, like I grew up in that house. My mom was raised in that house and so on and so forth. And about a year ago, I was over there and we were talking. And I told you, I think I told you guys about the seven that came forward and all the things. And I asked for like an explanation as to why like all the women in my family are so spiritually gifted, but they don't use it or they're so religious that they don't believe it, like all this stuff. And basically like what, 14th great, 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 great grandmother said that I was speaking to, it was to protect us that they turned to an intense version of Christianity in order to create a veil or a shield so they wouldn't be called witches, so they wouldn't be killed because they had these spiritual gifts and the only way that they could mask them to be accepted by society back in the 1700s when they were coming over to the US and from wherever and all that stuff like that's how they masked it was by becoming these huge Christians and pouring that gift into a way of like a religious like spiritual Christianity side. Have I ever told you that um, my grandmother gets visions? My mom's mom. Mm. And I don't know like a whole lot of it because no one really speaks on it. But like they'll always make like comments here and there. Like I know like she knows a lot about pregnancies when people are about to be pregnant, mm. when people are getting sick. Like I'll have to ask for a couple like example we stories need some examples. because she's just like so the type like that would and be like, mm, I might say something to them, might not. You know, like, like yeah. that's my grandma. But I do have a question and I might be a little overbearing here. You might want to edit this out. I don't know. You can decide if this is overbearing or not. But the Pentecostal church, you certain people in the Pentecostal church, the spirit can enter your body and the spirit can take over your body. And it's like a blessing. It's a huge mm. ordeal. I wonder if your great grandmother was one of those people who had the spirit enter her like at mm. a service or like how many times, like I have mm-hmm. so many questions. The Pentecostal church actually, like I've done a lot of research. I'm very on, interested in it. I, I am too. Yeah. And I'm, that was just something I was thinking the entire yeah. time is that like she was obviously very, very, very spiritual, spiritually in tune. Yeah. And I wonder if she had like the spirit in her at one point in her life. Probably. Like take over her. I, I, fr- I feel like I'm phrasing that wrong. I feel like that's not- It's, it's like when you like, let this, the Holy Spirit come into you. That's literally what it yeah, is. Yeah, but like yeah. Is, is that- is that um, there's a phrase there's for like it. a certain thing but different denominations use different words for it but that's insane that's like spiritual warfare yeah that's no, crazy really that was. that's crazy thank you so much for writing in that's exactly what the fuck I was looking for but the fact that the co-worker was just standing in the corner yeah dude that just fucking reminded me again of your mini mini story. I know okay thank you Tabitha thank you so much Tabitha <laughs> the next one we have is from Rose she her pronouns it's titled creepy account sub haunted babysitting mm. another one of my fears guys that's You're why I had really to go down to you knocking on my it's fears a, here it's a babysitting I said yeah that one's for Morgan <clears throat> creepy account uh, creepy, <laughs> creepy account <laughs> That's the labels. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I love your podcast and you guys. Thanks for making my morning drives more fun. My name is Rose. Permission to use my name, granted. And I go by she, her pronouns. Apologies for the length of this one. I tried to shorten it as much as possible. The creepy account I'm going to tell you happened 15 years ago when my best friend and I were 15 years old. My best friend's dad came to her asking if she would be willing to babysit two young girls for a friend of his semi-regularly while he and his wife had date night. My best friend had agreed and asked if she could bring me along for company. They said that that would be fine and thus started our haunted babysitting year. We babysat for them about once a month and the first few times were very ordinary. We would get there, play some games with the girls, and at this time, one was four and one was almost two. And then we would put them to bed, sit on the couch, eating food and talking about boys, as 15-year-old girls do. Of course. 
Both children were very sweet, and we soon looked forward to seeing them. One night, something shifted. We got there and were warned by the mom that the oldest daughter has been getting into the bathroom and playing with her makeup, and we shouldn't let her go in there unsupervised. Easy enough. We said we would just accompany her if she needed to go. Y'all, that was me when I was little, <laughs> just so everyone I knows. was a hellion to my babysitters. Oh, well, yeah. My babysitter now does my uh, facials and Botox. So she could get back at me if she really wanted to. But luckily, she's cool. Luckily, yeah. she's cool as fuck. Yeah, there's like, I would be like, you're not my mom. You can't tell me when to go to bed. There's like probably two bad. hours worth worth of. Well, I never got put to sleep by a babysitter. I would just be at my grandparents. And I, I was also a piece of shit over there, too. I'm, well, mom says I could stay up. And my grandparents were like, no, the fuck yeah, she didn't. We would we would pull that card, too. And then as soon as we heard the garage door open, we would sprint to run, bed. Run for your life. And and they'd be like, my mom be like, oh, the kids are in bed. And the babysitter's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah, in they bed. They just ran up there because yeah. they heard you coming through the so door. So sorry, Bethann. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Mounts. <laughs> sorry. I can't call him anything but Bucky. Anyways, there's probably about four and a half hours worth of footage on like old VHS tapes of my parents going and getting the camera, looking at the camera and being like, she's at it again and walking through the house to my mom's bedroom, sneaking the camera in there and just setting it up and not let like not letting me see that they're there. They would just set the camera up and there's hours of me sitting there doing my makeup and be like, so now we're going to do a red lip. And now we're going to like, that's what I would sit in there. And Alex do. are all but 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> not even 15 years ago. This is like what I'm 25. So it would have been like 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. We weren't alive. I that still long. don't have hair. We, we've not been alive that long. That's not worth it. No, that's not me. We're only 20. No. Okay. <laughs> Time to get a fucking grip on reality, girls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A couple hours into babysitting, the oldest daughter says she needs to use the bathroom. So my best friend and I say, okay, no problem. One of us will go with you. She gets visibly upset about this and tells us we are not allowed to. We explain that her mom had asked us to and we will need to come with her if she needs to use the restroom. She gets more infuriated and tells us that we can't. And when we ask why, she responds, quote, there's a girl in there I talked to and she won't come out for you. Cut to me and my best friend looking at each other with terror in our eyes. Bitch, we what? accompany her anyways, even though she isn't happy and we think of it as kids will be kids. Yeah. Later that night, we put the girls to bed and go to the living room to talk about how creepy that was and what the hell was she talking about? We have the baby monitor turned on audio, no visual, and we hear her start to laugh. Both of us are scared at this point because as we all know, children laughing out of context is a creepy sound. I can't. We listen to her and we hear her say, you're tickling me, stop, <gasps> while giggling. We begin to get up to go check on her and we hear her say, I have to be quiet or they'll come in and see you. <gasps> now, I don't know what kind of strength we mustered in that moment, but we ran to the room and burst through the door. Yep. Hardly thinking we were going to catch someone who has broken into this home. Of course, as I'm sure you can see coming, there was a no one in the room with them. We asked her who she was talking to and she got quiet and wouldn't tell us. Thankfully, her parents came home right after this and we were able to leave and try to pull ourselves together. We didn't tell the parents because honestly, we thought that they would think we were making it up. We never could get the oldest daughter to speak to us about who she was talking to at night, but we continued to hear her speak to this person 
every time we were there. So you sobbing. know the parent. You know the parents like heard her talking they knew in this. there. They knew there was something paranormal going on in there. Yeah, they knew that. They knew about this. Now 100%. I'm freaking out about me. Was I in there doing makeup tutorials for a fucking ghost? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> when I was a baby Alex Earl 25 years ago. And now we're doing the red lip. Here, you try. Yeah, now we're doing the red lip, just so you know. Okay, lip liner starts at the corner of the mouth. All right, friend, you got it? All right, cool. We babysat again about two months later, and everything seemed normal. We played with the girls, and my best friend began making dinner for them. I went to the bathroom, and when I came out, I saw the older daughter shoving her younger sister into a cupboard and trying to lock her in. What the fuck? When I asked what she was doing, she said, they told me to. They, no more she, they. Yeah. The hair on the back of my neck stood up and I tried to act natural while I asked her, who told you to? She wouldn't answer and ran off to play in the living room. After checking to make sure the sister was all right, I went to the kitchen to tell my best friend and she had the same look on her face that I'm sure I did. We were both standing in the kitchen, freaked out when all of a sudden we hear a noise, a loud static noise. We walked to the living room and saw the two sisters playing on the carpet and realized the noise was coming from downstairs. The TV had turned on by itself to a static channel at max volume. At this point, we are really scared and thought someone might be in the house. So naturally, we grabbed two steak knives from the kitchen and ventured downstairs to check it out. Go girls. Seriously, I don't know where this bravery came from at that age. If this happened now, I would be locked in a room calling the police or an exorcist. I know, right? You're being bold as fuck out I know. here, man. Damn. <laughs> surprise, surprise. No one was downstairs. The doors were all locked and the lights were off. We quickly turned the TV off, ran upstairs as fast as we possibly could and sat in the living room shaking. The last time we babysat was a few months after this incident. Both of us were nervous to go, but we liked the kids and we got to hang out with each other, eating other people's food and get paid while we were at it. Yeah. Fucking period. That's the best. After this time, we knew we wouldn't be going back. I can never really explain what happened. It's so blurry for me to this day. But what I can remember is my best friend was making dinner. The youngest daughter being in her high chair eating when she suddenly lost consciousness. We freaked out and ran over to check on her. We checked her pulse and made sure she wasn't choking. Visibly, there was nothing wrong with her. I ran to the phone about to call an ambulance when she woke up and just resumed eating dinner like nothing had happened. That's fucked up. No. Mm -mm. She just like, KO'd and then came back and was like, oh, like, there's a piece of corn on my face. Mm, love that. What the fuck? While all of this is going on, the older sister was standing in the corner of the room staring at her with a blank expression. Neither of them would talk to us about what happened and the youngest one seemed to have no idea what we were talking about. The parents came home pretty quickly after we called to let them know and said that that has never happened before. All of these incidents were really starting to freak us out. So we left that night and we didn't go back. My best friend and the dad are still close to this day, and we know both sisters are grown up and doing well. We told him many years later about what had happened, and he laughed it off. Something in me will always wonder what happened over those months. Was there a spirit haunting this house? Was she really seeing someone in her room? Without the TV incident, I could almost convince myself that it was all in our heads. But accompanied with everything else that was going on, I really can't justify that way of thinking. Thanks for reading. I know it was long, but that is the story of our haunted babysitting days. Lots of love from Canada. Rose. Rose? Fran? Rose, no, that little girl, she was possessed. Can you send her this episode? Yeah, definitely. Say, hey, Thinking of you, wanted to share this. <laughs> this is my favorite podcast. You should take a listen. <laughs> you know? What um, the fuck? No. Yeah. Something was definitely in that house. And the parents fucking knew. Yeah. The parents knew. What are you unless, talking about? Unless it literally only came out when the parents weren't home. I don't know. Or maybe they just like weren't 
thinking that they were just playing together and, you know. Never paid much Because, like, if Lola and Phoebe were being like, you're tickling me in bed, we'd be like, girls. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't think that it was just one of them. Right. And if they were, because those two were like a little pair. And she probably never would have said to her mom, you can't come in the bathroom with me, mom, or she won't talk to me. Yeah, no. And that's what originally raised a red flag for you guys. That's when you started noticing. So then you're picking up your tuning in to what's going on. Dude, and maybe the parents just- The baby KOing. What the fuck? Dude, I- With her standing in the corner looking like uh, freaking crazy. Like uh, I, the girl from the orphan movie. Right, just in the corner. Like, here's the thing too. Your baby, like when you're babysitting, if anything, this is why I stopped. I, I refused to babysit when I was younger because I was scared to death. Something bad was going to happen mm-hmm. and I was not going to be adult enough to know what the to fuck to it. do. If that ever happened to me, I, I don't even know how I would have like reacted. Right. As a younger person. No, I just I babysat a, a lot at a lot of different houses yeah. late at night, a lot of different ages of kids. I don't remember necessarily ever being creeped out. The one night I had to spend the night at mm-hmm. the house, that was creepy, but it was just this big house. Yeah, it's a lot just of room for noises and just. That's why I don't think I could ever have, even though I would love to have a big house, I'm too scared. Yeah. I'm going to need like cameras in every corner of every yeah. room. I need to watch on yeah. motion detection. And then the other one that I didn't really care for was when I was in high school. It was actually a neighbor. It was just mm-hmm. like down the street and they were very very like wealthy family and the house was I, I want to say newer like mm-hmm. I don't think it was there my whole life like I probably built it when I was like I don't know 10 mm-hmm. but I was just probably a freshman or sophomore in high school and the boys were young mm-hmm. and um I just it was just a weird house mm-hmm. it was just like the layout of it was really weird so it was just like scary there was a lot of windows yeah. oh my god so many windows it was like one of those like really long, beautiful, like ground mm. level homes. I love those. Where like the basement is like the catch, really. Yeah. Like it's the first floor, the basement's the catch. And then like upstairs is just like a bedroom. Yeah. Like that's it. Like not even all the bedrooms are up yeah. there. It's mostly on one level. Just one. So up it was there. like really weird because it had like that awning, but we would always be in the basement. And then mm-hmm. there's all these windows. And it was just not yeah. my favorite. But nothing ever. I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for writing that in, Rose. Yeah, thanks, Rose. That's I have so crazy. many more questions. Me too. Me too. That's crazy. I don't know how you handled that so well. Also, I don't know that if I saw the creepy older sister and staying in the corner as babies like knocked out. I don't know that I would have been able to stop myself from being like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, that. like losing my shit. Like I would not be good. Yeah. Okay. So the next story we have is from Jacob using he, him pronouns. Love that. Hi, Jacob. Welcome to the CNC Boys Club. And the title is Kentucky Boy Gets Haunted as Fuck in Rural. <laughs> okay. Jacob, don't ever use that word for me. Rural. <laughs> Rural. Indiana. Hey, girly pops. My name is Jake. Pronouns he, him. You can use my real name. I found you guys through the crossover with Sinisterhood. And y'all have quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Let me tell you something. We have Sinisterhood coming on our end here soon. So we're really excited excited about that. So uh, thanks so much, Jacob, for coming over here. Or Jake from... Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. Jake Jake from Sinisterhood. Jake from Sinisterhood. What are you you wearing? Jake Jake from from Sinisterhood. (laughs) I've been working through season two and three and love hearing people my own age gab. (laughs) (laughs) I heard last week on episode 155 ask where the hell the boy creepy accounts were and Taylor asking for haunted as fuck ones and I knew that I had to write in. 
Love. Love. Anyways, my parents divorced when I was young and my mom remarried my stepdad who lives in rural Indiana. Like they just got a subway six years ago <laughs> and the gas station closes at 9 p.m. type of vibes. Oh, I hate that for him. <laughs> Spending the weekend and some of the summers there was always wild because without fail, some haunted shit would happen to me. I distinctly remember one night that I was watching a movie in my mamaw's room and she had a ton of those porcelain dolls that always scared the hell out of me. Why did grandmas do that with these fucking porcelain dolls do. What was the obsession? I don't get it. I don't ever want it. Me as a future grandma, I, I swear, I do so solemnly swear that I will not have porcelain dolls. Until you do. Put your hand up right now and swear that you won't. And if I do, burn them. I'm going to be placing them in. <laughs> yeah, I'm strategically. Gonna, I'm just going to be like, there's so many more. Go, we're going to go to the same assisted living facility <laughs> and I'm going to be placing them in to your room. We're going to be sneaking in. We're going to be like your grandma You'll and be her like, friend. There's a ghost here. Call call that Zach Baggins guy. Fuck get him no. over here. I would be like, Morgan, go get the camera and the mics. And you're like, Taylor, we haven't podcasted in, in 70, 70 years. 70 years. Okay. So whatever. Grandma's got porcelain dolls. They're all around the room. Scare the hell out of Jake. During the movie, I got up to grab some water and I saw one of the dolls turn its head to follow me. Oh, fucking shit. Another time in my bedroom, I saw something crawl on all fours across the floor and out of a closed window. Excuse me? What the fuck, Jake? These two events aren't even the worst of what happened to me, though. One day I was staying at home alone and my mom told me that I could do whatever I wanted as long as I didn't go into the woods. Fuck, Jake. I already know you're going into the woods. Immediately. I would have went, too. What the the fuck? Mom, just don't even bring up the woods. It's like a don't touch button. Yeah, I gotta just, touch. Guys, don't don't put don't touch on it. Don't tell me to don't go do that because I'm going to go do that. Exactly. I'm almost Instead, like said be like, you should go play in the woods. Immediately I'd have been like, I'm not going to the Why the woods. fuck would I go play in the woods? I'm never playing in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'll never go in the woods as long as I didn't go into the woods. Naturally, like a dumb 13-year-old, I went into the woods by myself. Okay, not a dumb 13-year-old because my dumb ass at 25 would also fucking walk into the woods. I ended up going in a bit further than I normally would, not paying attention to where I was going. I started to feel like I was being watched and I felt an incredible amount of unease and ringing in my ear. I decided to stop for a second and sit down, thinking that I was just really tired. And that is when I heard my mom calling my name. My mom worked an hour away at least, and it was still the late morning, so I ignored this and just started to head back. That's when the voice changed and started screaming my name. I bolted, running as fast as I could through the woods, up the hill, and never turning back. I got home, slammed the door closed, and locked it. And my mom's giant English mastiff named Sissy, who loved me, came bolting down the hallway to growl at the door as I shut it behind me. These dogs are called gentle giants, and they do not act aggressive unless their Mm -hmm. people are in danger. I didn't go outside for the rest of the day and said nothing to my parents or my siblings when they got home. That night, I got up to get a glass of water from the kitchen and to let Sissy out to pee. As I opened the door, I could see back towards the tree line, and I I saw a figure emerge from the trees and wave at me. Oh my shit, fuck. It gets worse. No, I'm done. Shut him down. Jake, you're out of the club, bitch. Sissy refused to go outside and stayed next to me as 
close to the door as possible. So I closed the door and I went back to my bedroom. This happened over 10 years ago and I still haven't been in the woods since that day. Since then, I've been more in tune spiritually and get visits from my loved ones right after they pass, but also see and feel some weird shit all the time. Let me know if you want to hear some more non-traumatic ghost stories and hope to hear this on the podcast. Thanks for making my Thursdays not suck. All I'm seeing is those beings with like the big yeah, smiles. Yeah, that's what I was saying too. Fucking shit, bitch. Fuck oh. that. Fuck. Well, that's the last story of this section of the episode. Everybody, please welcome to the stage Kelsey from Circle Time. Love y'all. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Happy Halloween. Bye, spooky bitches. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. Hi. So we were on her show this past Thursday when you're listening to it, and we gave her a little sample of the creepy accounts. Yeah, you did. And and to any circlers that have came over because you want more, you're sick. Are you okay? (laughs) Are you okay? We're sorry. Why did you switch so easy? Seriously, I'm proud of you guys for branching out, but I'm, yeah, I'm scared. They were like, oh, that adrenaline rush? I'll go get more of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we were talking about. But we had such a great time over on Circle Time. So we decided to bring the party over here to wrap up our season four Halloween special bonus oh, episode. Our favorite app of the year. It's so oh much God, I'm fun. I'm honored to be on your favorite app. Oh, we're so glad I, I do feel yeah, like, we're happy like the happy. quintessential creeps and crimes episode would be the Halloween episode. So I'm pretty honored to be a part. Yeah. So we're going to jump into these creepy accounts. Morgan has the first one for Kelsey. All right. It says, hey, yeah, besties, a new listener from when we went on with um, Ladies and Tangents. Mm-hmm. I would like to start off with an apology for the spelling and the mess of an email as I have the spicy ADHD brain. Haha. <laughs> My name is Tori, um, using she, her pronouns, and I'm from Brisbane, Australia. I have listened to a few of your creepy accounts and fell in love with you guys. Thank you for filling my ears while I am at work. And with that, hold on to your butts. This is going to get wild. For background, I am a sensitive, meaning I can see, hear, feel, 
dream, smell, all the ghosties I have for my entire life. This is sometimes good and sometimes bad, as this tale will show. Let's jump in the way back machine to give or take a decade. (laughs) (laughs) I am 17, living in a shared house with a few friends. We spent our time smoking the devil's lettuce and binge drinking because youth. (laughs) And we also delve into playing with Ouija boards because dumb youth. But we knew the rules. Don't play inside. Always have white candles. Say a prayer before starting. Always say goodbye and never, ever take your hand off the planchet, which we followed these rules. We had played multiple times in different places. For example, the cemetery down the road. Bold. Bold as hell. All right. So wild. Why straight to the cemetery? Like, no. I would immediately be like, I'll go to the church. I'm going to be doing it in the church parking lot. Thank you. (laughs) I'll skip. I'll pass on the cemetery. This night in particular, we played in the driveway of the house as it was raining. We were under the eaves for shelter, and this meant that the board was up against the garage door. So maybe that is something common in Australia. I have no idea what an eaves is. One friend was on the opposite side, another on the right side of the board, and my boyfriend on the left side, and I was the scriber being off to the side next to my boyfriend. We started with a prayer, lit the candles, and asked if there was anyone that wanted to talk to us. I cannot remember what we asked or what answers we received. We played for a few hours. Side note, I don't know if either of you have played with a board before, but time flies. When you do, it's like you go onto the spirits time where it's like three times the speed of regular time. Pause. We have never messed with Ouija boards. We don't play I, with boards. I have never either. I It scares me far too much. Yeah. yeah I've watched one too many Conjury movies. And it's just like a loose cannon. Fuck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a loose cannon into like a, a darker portal than what yeah. anybody could ever manifest just in a regular yeah. setting. Like, yeah. Not no. read. Okay. Not good. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like we only asked a few questions and it was time to go home because it was late. We all said goodbye to the board, cleaned it up and went our separate ways. This night I was staying at my mom's house. My boyfriend and I drove home. While in the car, my boyfriend asked me, quote, could you see the thing we were talking to? And I replied and said, quote, no, could you? And he replied, yeah. Oh, it was up against the garage wall hanging upside down with long fingers and one long black nail on the planchet. Whoa. I was shocked. That was terrifying. So if you're not familiar with Ouija boards, the planchet is that piece that moves on the You put your fingers Mm -hmm. on. So this Mm -hmm. demon is hanging upside down in the garage with a long ass finger with an elastigirl arm (laughs) on the fucking Mm -hmm. planchette okay this is incredible oh my god yeah seriously this is freaking me out (laughs) i'm like already scared (laughs) isn't it still like daytime there though luckily it's dark out here (laughs) yeah that's true i'm not gonna stop thinking about this this until until it's nice and dark i promise (laughs) we'll send you we'll send you susan's number yeah she'll talk talk you through this um (laughs) She says, what on earth were we talking to? It was a 20 minute ride back to my mom's house and we rode in silence after this conversation. Side note, my ex and I had a little routine, eat, smoke, shower, and then bed. When we arrived home, he went straight to bed and I was like, well, I'm hungry. So I ate, had a smoke, a shower and came into bed. The light smoke after a Ouija board when you're doing this yo why get high (laughs) I can't imagine I mean maybe I'm sure anyone else could handle it but like I can just imagine myself like 
losing my fucking mind. No, that is so I would, bold. I would be going down it's, a rabbit hole. Yeah. I would take down own Benadryl fears. as soon as yeah. I walk through that door. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about eating. I'm just going yeah. to bed. I'm going to see the hat yeah. man before I experience what we just did. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Okay. So she goes to bed. The light was off, but I could tell that he was in the middle of the bed, her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. And I was like, can you move over? He didn't say anything. Babe, please move over. Nothing. I then shook him. Nothing. In a 17-year-old rage, I turned the light on and I said, you were so annoying. Move over. And there I saw him laying flat like a board on his back, eyes open, mouth open, lips blue and hands to his chest with the imprint of hands on his throat and chest. He wasn't wearing a shirt. I freaked no. out. Immediate panic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he was being choked. Hold on. And she could see really it. She's so terrified. This is not even sleep paralysis. She's witnessing. Yeah, she's awake. The imprint. And she's high. Oh my God. She, she smoked, smoked weed. Good night, queen. Good night. I would have, I would have burned I mean, the house. I would have passed out, I think. I don't know. I don't know if I could like, if I'm my mind. pass out right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how she is typing this. Uh, right. Like, this is serious. Job, I would have had sure. to like find a crucifix somewhere. No, I like oh don't God. think that I like personally could have stood there consciously known what was going on and kept my mind awake without hitting the floor and waking up the next yeah, morning. Yeah, I would have fainted 100%. Yeah, I think so too. I think Out of fear. My, my, but I'm a fight. I'm a flight. She's a flight. I fly at the risk right of gone. danger. I'm not too sure what I would do in this moment, but I do feel like I would pass out, but I wouldn't fight. <laughs> Yeah, like, no. What the fuck? I'm Taylor would be praying. like crucifix. Yeah, no. Stage. I'd be like, and then no, 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 like, just, I and I would have been crazy. like, I'm fucking out of here. I yeah. would gotten out of there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've already maybe got the I'm a, Bible. Maybe I'm out. a flight. They're like, where did she get the Bible? I'm like, it came to my hand. I don't know. I'm Matilda it here. So she says, I freaked out. Immediate panic. I stood there looking at him, being like, what the fuck do I do? I yelled, let go of him. Let him go. He is not yours. Let go. But there was nothing. She then said, quote, I only allow those who walk through the white light to be here. Anything else is not welcome. Let him go. But there was nothing. Oh, my God. Just weird gurgling noises coming from his open mouth his eyes looking straight forward at the ceiling. I flung the door open and ran into my mom's room and I woke her up. Mom, wake up. He isn't breathing. I need help. What do I do? And my mom, who was half asleep, was extremely confused. And I said to her, he isn't breathing, mom. There is something on him. My mom walked into our room and quickly turned to me and said, well, what did you do? Who did you contact? And, and I quickly said, we did a spirit board tonight. And she snapped back at me. You idiots. Call Zero zero zero, which oh. is Australia's nine one one. Oh my god! So I called zero 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 and I asked for an ambulance to attend our house. Mom was in the room with him, trying to complete CPR, but nothing was working. We couldn't move his arms from his chest. We couldn't do anything. My mom grabbed some sage from her room and started burning it in my bedroom. The ambulance arrived about five minutes later. I ran to the front door, flung it open to let them in, and I waved them down as they turned into my driveway. I turned around to get my mom, and boom. There was my boyfriend standing an inch from my face. And he asked me, what are you doing? I have chills all over my body. No, I have forehead chills so hard. It feels like <laughs> I just got Botox. Is like burning like I'm going to cry. So just to let everyone know, I might start crying. Oh, wait, that was scary. No, we're, not, not, we're not done yet. Sorry, we someone's calling us. Sorry. That's oh, okay. 
It was really bad timing. I thought you guys were, um, something was happening to you. You're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? We're like sitting there staring at the camera. Yeah, thanks. I weren't getting this. Really, really. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the camera just like went, like your screen just went like completely green and they were just gone. And we thought that. Marshall and I thought that the spirits came for you. Well, I do want to let you know that no one actually called me. No, it's a missed call. Your phone, you must be on Do Not Disturb. No, I'm not. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Okay. We're going to ignore that. This is just normal. So she turns around (laughs) after he was totally unresponsive and her her mom was giving him CPR. She turns around after letting the ambulance in and he's fucking standing there. Right what are you doing? Face. What are you doing? She says, what am I doing? What the hell are you doing? I right. thought you were dead. And he replied, what am I doing? We just got home. Why are you opening the door? Why is there an ambulance here? Is your mom okay? I was stunned. He remembered absolutely nothing. I quickly explained why they are here and he reluctantly got into the back of the ambulance. They checked his vitals and gave him a clean bill of health. What? Once that was all finished, we went back inside and I asked him what he thought happened. He explained to me that he did not remember coming home. He just remembered when he asked me at the door, what are you doing? Thinking that we had just arrived back at the house. This was crazy. We completed a cleanse of the house and him that night before we went back to bed. But I guess we'll never know what it was that tried to take him. We never touched another spirit board again. Lesson learned. Thanks for reading my story. I have plenty more like how my toddler spirit guide saved my life and two of my friends when the car I was in rolled off the top of a mountain or the manifestation of Depression of my ex's family became a poltergeist and did not like me being in their house. I'll save those for another time. Love. Yeah. Okay. Friend. Tori. Tori. She can save those for, for a long time. Yeah. She wants to save those. Oh, save them for a while. Wow. Yeah, that is fucking terrifying. That is... Uh, that really scared me. Okay, so he they played with the Ouija board. He got possessed mm-hmm. at home. The big, long fingernail. Creep. He didn't smoke. He was eat, choking. Go to bed. Yeah, right. maybe that was actually his problem was that he didn't smoke before bed and he broke routine. He did. And he was vulnerable. He that's, was. That's has to be what it is. That, but, the, but the way that he didn't even remember getting home, that's weird. Like it, it followed them the whole way. Well, yeah, and like for that to be his routine, if we know one thing about people that are like routine stoners, like that's what they're going to do no matter what time of day that it is when they're getting ready for bed. That's their routine. They're gonna right. yeah. go smoke, Eat, take a shower, go to bed. Right, yeah. If you're a routine stoner, you're not missing that. Yeah, you're not going to miss that up. Because right. you're not going to sleep as good. So for him to just directly go to bed, and she was like, that was weird. And then let him go to bed. She does the routine, finishes it out, comes in there, and that's where he is. And then when he comes back too, he's like, we just got home. What's going on? And he was the only one that saw the shadow of long black fingernail right. thing right. in the garage. And we do know that anything that's as dark and demonic as that like something like that is going to have the ability to like immediately latch on to anything and can control who and who does not oh, see them that makes me want to throw up no that's yeah same. really fucking <laughs> dark it's nasty is what that is because it's like way to ease me into this guys thought. like right where's the mom's account of this because like when because she said she went outside to get the ambulance and let them in. Then she saw him. She turned around. He was like right there or whatever. Yeah. Right. right? 
Where was the mom? Like, what happened inside? She was doing CPR, remember? Right. So then did he just, like, wake up and was like, what the hell's going on? Because the, he did ask, like, is your mom okay? So right. was she not in the room when... maybe? But here's another thing, too. If Ooh. ambulance... Okay, if I go wake up my mom and I'm like, mom, Logan's not breathing... My mom's going to run in there, right? She's going to start doing CPR. I'm going to be like, the paramedics are here. My, my mom's first thing is going to be, uh, my pajama pants have a gigantor hole in the ass. And <laughs> right. I need a change. Someone comes in, I need to go put on some sweatpants or a robe or something to okay. cover my ass. So yeah. maybe she like ran into the other room, got to like put something on to cover herself because she's in her pajamas. Yeah. And then he's gone. Alone but if she was doing seconds. CPR, like I feel like her first thought isn't going to be like, let me I need go pants change on. my clothes. But maybe he okay. was like coming back too. Okay. So the next creepy account we have is from Emily using she, her pronouns. And the title is Spooky Halloween Haunted Church and Home. Emily says, hi, hi. I have a few pretty spooky, creepy accounts for you too. A few incidences happened at my childhood church and a few more at our home, which was just down the street from the church. To start, this church was well known for being haunted. In fact, our pastors turned down a request for a ghost finders team. TV show, I don't remember which one it was, to come out and record at the location. If Ghost Hunters is pulling up, you know that shit is whack. If yeah. Ghost Hunters is like, hey, can we come into your church? <laughs> I'm not going to go to church there. Happened. Yeah, what, no. What is this church doing wrong? I thought a church was a safe spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry What's to like dog on? your church, but I'm really concerned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you're going to want to know the name of the church. Okay. Keep it to yourselves. Thank you for that, because you know we'd be emailing you about it, yeah. Emily. Appreciate it. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I used to make trips to the church's basement bathroom during the sermons. My mom thought it was simply to get out of listening through the sermons. True, but not all the way true, LMFAO. Fair. <laughs> Me one, too. One day, she went to gather me back to our pew after a particularly long bathroom bathroom break. She caught me in the church kitchen, quote, playing with a friend. Hmm. There was no one there, though. She spoke with our pastors, who then told my mom about the, quote, friends in our church who were not harmful, but very active around some people. These friends used to turn the exit sign off and on, ring the church bells randomly, and walk through the hallways of the church. Our pastor told my mom not to worry, though. Okay, I have I'm questions worried. about the pastor. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> sir, uh, Pastor Jim, I'm worried. Yeah, just some kids like they just like to play around sometimes. Yeah, no big deal. you also can't you can't drop that and then be like, you're good, though. Don't worry. Yeah, it's She's all totally good. All fine. good. Yeah. For yeah. Real. Wow. I can't even believe that the pastor even like acknowledged spirits, too. Yeah, that's actually surprising. That's a pretty big yeah, thing. That is very surprising. Yeah. Like normally I feel like they'd be like, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah exorcism immediately <laughs> right you know fast forward many years i had a bunch of girls over for an overnight stay at the church where we played games and of course tried staying up all night one way to stay up was to watch high school musical and sing along with all the songs absolutely but was it the high school musical sing along if or it the was regular with you were just singing because really, we're gonna need the lyrics really good the dance question coach. it's you know? important yeah. to know it's really that important for it's good for the context <laughs> It is. Okay. Why is she having a sleepover in the church? I was wondering the same thing. We used to, I don't know if this like, person is from a small town in southeastern Tennessee like I am, but this is like really common. You just like I, slumber party. Yeah, we always go have sleepovers at the church with our like Sunday girl group. I've never done that. Who is yeah, we, like, did you have a chaperone? Yeah, like our um our Sunday school teacher would be there. Um 
she would uh, you probably, guys would just like bring sleeping bags yeah we bring sleeping bags and we'd sleep on the pews or we would sleep in the like oh that would be so uncomfortable yeah that's, it was yeah but that's <laughs> we, crazy that's kind of fun it was really fun because it was scary like oh and a lot of times we'd stay in the fellowship hall so like the building off the side where you eat okay. we would stay in the fel- fellowship hall because you could get like uh blow up mattresses in there. So one way to stay up was to watch High School Musical and sing along with all of the songs. After the night ended and we made it home, I overheard my mom and sister talking in hushed but urgent voices saying, no, we can't tell her. Mom, we have to. I came downstairs and asked, tell me what? <laughs> what do you got to tell me? Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. Me too. They, so I came downstairs and asked them, tell me what? And then they played a voicemail that was left on our home phone, I guess from Emily. And what I heard was breathing. My friends and myself singing were all in this together. And then a middle-aged male voice saying, Emily. <sighs> Emily. Oh, fuck no. Then the phone disconnects. Looking back, it scares me even more to think that if it weren't one of the church ghosty friends, there was a whole grown ass man watching us and calling my home phone. I never received another voicemail like this again. So that was a recording from them in the church. In the singing, background. We're all in this what? together. High School Musical at their sleepover. And in between that, they hear a grown man whispering Emily, Emily? and heavy like petting breathing. Like that's yeah. disgusting. Whatever it is. No, that that grown man or spirit. I I don't that doesn't sound ghosty to me. That sounds like the pre-scandal type shit. Like that's not yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's wow. So scary. So now for all the things that have happened in my house growing up. After that voicemail mentioned above, I started to severely deny the existence of ghosts because it was just too scary for me to confront. One evening I was at home alone and I heard walking in my sister's room where our creepy attic was. This was a common occurrence, but for some reason it scared me extra that night. I went to sleep on our couch instead of my room, which was also upstairs right next to my sister. Maybe I'd be safe from them if I went down floor. I've always had very vivid dreams and the dream I had that night was one such vivid dream. I was laying on the couch that I had fallen asleep on with my mom and sister sitting next to each other on the other couch. We all hear the footsteps above us coming from my sister's room, just like I heard when I was awake. My dream mom and sister were laughing saying, ooh, there's your ghost friends, Em. And I said, oh, shut up. Ghosts aren't real. Then in my dream, my body went cold. I sat up turned to my mom and sister and in a voice that I did not recognize, I said, we're real. I immediately woke up, but when I did, my body was facing the empty couch of where my dream mom and sister were sitting. Full fucking body chills. After telling my family about this, my sister told me that she had a sleep paralysis moment in her room not too long before I had this dream where she was being held down and the being holding her down was shouting, we're real. Say, we're real. Oh, that's fucked. She was able to wake up out of the paralysis after exclaiming, you are real. My dad also mentioned that he had once heard who he thought was me sneaking out of our house. When he went to the back door to catch me, the door was wide open, but there were no footprints in the snow. He found me 
dead asleep in my room. On multiple occasions, my mom has also heard the footsteps of our dog who passed away while she was at home alone. After we all had come to the conclusion that there were, in fact, other beings living with us, nothing ultimately terrifying happened. And it was fairly calm until my parents sold the house a few years back. I hope that the new homeowner is respectful and gives the beans the acknowledgement that they forced from us to continue to live a peaceful life. Thanks for listening, Emily. Yeah, I really feel like she, that whatever it was, was feeding off of their fear and yeah. them not acknowledging that it was there. And it was like, once they did, I mean, it was fine, right? Yeah. That's what she's saying. But like yeah. it was convincing them to say like, we're real, we're real. Right. And even her sister, who wasn't even involved in the whole entire church scandal ordeal. Yeah. Right. right? Not the church scandal. The church scandal. <laughs> yeah. So that's really fucking weird that it was like not feeding off of it, but it was preying on their, their fear and their dismissal of it being something. That yeah. Like yeah. It, never, it never had the intention of like wanting to scare or hurt or harm. It was more of the intention of being like, hey, no matter how much you say that we're not here, like we are here and, right. you, and to acknowledge me would be to be respectful. You ready wow. for your like Halloween little I'm ready moment? Sure. I feel like I just learned so much. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our first question for you, Kelsey, is what yes. was your favorite childhood Halloween movie? Probably the one with Mary Kate and Ashley. And I oh, don't yeah. what's what was the name of it? Like Double Trouble Toil um, and double, double bubble, toil and trouble, something like it that. It was like a double, spell. like that. Double yeah. trouble, boil and and oh, something what is like that? that. That was like the only only Halloween movie that I watched. I actually never watched like Halloween Town or anything oh, like that. Classic though. Shut I up. know. Okay, the next question that we have, we is, may not, which you may not have an answer for if this isn't your cup of tea. Okay, so Let's do see. you have a favorite? scary or horror film i really like or your least favorite know. might be a better question yeah like what no, scared I, you most? i like um i don't i actually don't really like to watch like paranormal movies i don't know if this is a scary movie or like a horror movie i think it's more of a thriller i'm more into the thrillers like psychological thrillers those are so yes. good they're my favorite but like you know the movie Mid Midsummer, Midsummer. Yes, yes. That's I would twisted. say that that is one of my favorite movies. I kind of think like I, I have to watch that again tonight. I just saw a video of it's this twisted. It's, it is so twisted. This girl, she was like in this abandoned building somewhere, and behind, the, in front of the abandoned building was this field, and she was like recording a TikTok, right? So she's like doing a dance way out in the distant field. There's like six kids lined up mimicking her dance but it was so midsummer midsummer vibe it was insane oh my god i was like this See, is eerie as fuck that i don't love like i just something about it doesn't scare me because i'm like okay i just don't need to go to that festival in i think it's in sweden because yeah. yeah. real it's a real thing yeah it is but I'm like, okay, I just like don't need to put myself in that situation and then I won't like. Right. Yeah. Whereas like with the paranormal stuff, I'm like, I can't control that as much. And so it scares me a lot more. So I feel like the movies, like the scary kind of movies that I like that appeal to me are the ones where I'm like, I just won't ever be in that situation. Yeah. You know, what yeah. movie? I, the first like scary movie I ever watched was Red Eye. Do you remember that movie? Like it's like an old movie. Is it, is it, is I see the logo. It's like it. they, she was on. I, maybe it's Rachel McAdams. 
I don't know. She's on a plane and yep. the guy next to her. Oh, is my there, God. Like, for her. Like and, he's like trying to kill her to like and get she's to her trying dad. to convince everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so that was like the first scary movie I ever watched that I actually yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Wait, that's not the one where the little girl gets taken and is under the plane, right? It's Rachel Mcadams. No, that's not Red Eye. That one. That's a good no. movie too. A psychological thriller. It's good. See, oh. I don't that, know the name that of it. That sounds good to me. Like I, I like, I do like scary movies like that. Like I would be inclined to watch a scary movie like that. But then like the paranormal stuff just doesn't like really appeal to me because it's scary yeah, too much. We don't watch like demonic yeah. movies. Yeah. But even when I do watch <laughs> horror movies, Kelsey, I'll like, <laughs> I'll like cross <laughs> yeah. the, the screen yeah. with my hand and I'll like only mm-hmm. pick the right corner and I cross my fingers and I pray to God that whatever jump scare is about to happen doesn't hit the right corner because my yeah. fingers are blocking yeah. it. I'm like, please don't show up right I there. I put on those like <laughs> holy sweaters that you can yeah, see through. through. Uh, that's for some reason good enough for me. Sometimes a blanket works like <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. Uh, next question is, what was your best or your favorite Halloween costume? From childhood to adulthood. I probably, my favorite Halloween costume was probably when I was Baby Spice. Oh, um, yeah. I need a picture. I was, I think, first grade. Iconic. And I was like obsessed with the Spice Girls. And I just remember we found like a Baby Spice Halloween kit, like costume with everything. And it had like the necklace that said baby <gasps> and like I, and like this like little skirt. And I couldn't wear it to school because I went to like a private Catholic school. So I had to wear like a different dress to school to pretend to be Baby Spice. But then Halloween, like trick-or-treating my mom let me wear like the little skirt yeah. and the little shirt like the pictures I like have two like pigtails and I'm like doing like the peace sign like I was so so in my zone and I feel like I, I peaked Halloween peaked for me in first grade oh for sure that is the um, most iconic thing I've it ever was the heard best. it was the best so that probably is so that. fucking cute actually so yeah. sorry that was probably my favorite or when I was a blue M&M that was <gasps> that was one of my a favorites blue as well. M&M? Yeah. Why blue? Is that your favorite color? Blue was my favorite color. My mom was like a teacher at the school that I went to. This was kindergarten. My mom was a teacher at the school I went to and all the teachers were dressing up as M&Ms. And so I was like, I want to like match my mom, but like different. And so I was like, I got like a legitimate M&M. Like it was like a circle. <laughs> oh. Like my head was like just popping out. And then I had two gloves on. That's and awesome. I was, That's hilarious. I really liked that one as well. So <laughs> that is one of those so two. Good. Morgan, what's your And then it just favorite? kept going downhill. Yeah, you got to peak some. Somewhere, and then it like never gets any better. It's like you can't top it. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just too good. I would say my favorite. I have two favorites. One time I was an angel, and I just remember my makeup being like because I never got to wear makeup, and like my unless it was like Halloween, like my mom yeah. would like put it on. My mom wasn't really the best at makeup. She's not really a <laughs> makeup girl, and so she. I remember I was this angel, and I had this like little like halo that it was a headband, but you know I had the halo, right. and she put this like really like white like powdery like stuff all over my oh, eyes yeah. and I had gemstones oh my God. and oh, I was like yeah. I was like yeah. oh my god I feel so pretty right now <laughs> <Hell> yeah <laughs> but besides that I had this um I believe it was Jasmine oh Jesus yeah I was in a Jasmine costume and it was like my first crop top and oh I nice. and I rocked that shit you never forget yeah. your first crop <laughs> you rock top. that shit for what four years in a row oh yeah I was probably yeah. Jasmine for the next yeah. four I was like in <laughs> at that point I was in seventh grade wearing my third grade costume and I was like I love this and they're like <laughs> your marbles are showing and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> not the marbles not, not the, the marbles, marbles. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god what are yours top favorite one of all time and I forgot about this one but like when I was looking through some pictures of when I was at home this weekend I saw this and I was like you know what 
I'll never forget how absolutely excited I was for this costume. And I wore the hell out of it anytime I got an opportunity to. It was a crop top, of course. There you um, go. Sparkled crop top. I was the devil. Okay. You were an angel. Oh. I was the devil. Wow. And <laughs> I loved it. I, I had a little pitchfork. It was fiery. I yeah. had a little tail. My mom went and got me fake eyelashes that were uh, silver, black, and red, sparkly, and they went all the way up. Wow. Oh, that's my, fun. My mom wouldn't <sighs> begin to know how to put those on me. She put on Same. red lipstick. <laughs> it's really hot. It was bell bottom, like stretchy red pants. Yeah. Oh my God. And I got Love to wear it. my black uh, leather knee high boots. Well, there you go. For it. That is, was your favorite. All right. And the next one is what are your top three trick or treat candies? Like which ones are you going to go bargain your brother for? I would say Reese's Mm -hmm. is number one. And then Kit Kats. Oh, yeah. And then God, this is this is tough. It's hard. You're a chocolate girl, huh? I am. I am a chocolate girl. It's funny because when I got pregnant, I became such like a sour gummy Mm. person. But like. I'm thinking like trick or treat wise, maybe Snickers. Mm, these are really gr- These are top. These are top. These are, I can't, those are like my classics. Yeah. I can't relate. I was I was the nut allergy girl growing up. She so. Oh, no. Half of my candy bag was divvied up between all of my siblings. Yeah. And I was left with very minimal. You know oh what? God, Just because I met you, awful. I literally don't get Halloween candy that has peanuts in it because I'm so afraid that a kid's Trauma. not going to get what Morgan didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like everyone, we'd be like racing to fill our bags up. And then at the end, you know, you pour it out, you sort it. And I would always have to shove my Reese's, my Snickers. Oh. My, at least you got Kit Kats and Twix. Those are pretty iconic yeah. Halloween candies. Kit Kats yeah. are one of my favorites. But are That's, you white chocolate, dark chocolate, or milk chocolate? I'm definitely not white chocolate. Me either. Probably mostly milk chocolate, but I do love, like, I don't want any of those candies to be dark chocolate, but like, I'll have a bite of dark, like, I like dark chocolate, like a dark chocolate bar on its own, mm-hmm. but I don't like want like a dark chocolate Reese's or like a dark chocolate Kit Kat. That would yeah. be. Those are my favorite. <laughs> really? The I don't dark, even know that I've ever tried one. Specifically, the dark chocolate thin Reese's are okay. I've never absolutely tried unbeatable. They're so amazing i will but try the dark chocolate kit kats the like big daddy bars oh mm-hmm. my really? god oh my god they're so and i don't know why maybe it's because it's not so sweet that i can eat so many of them so yeah that's the difference but i do love milk i chocolate, should try that but it's really good you should try it i had yeah. a white chocolate strawberries and cream truffle today from work and it was wow. fire the gift oh, shop at the hospital shut up was fire I need that. That sounds amazing. That sounds good. My top three would be probably Starburst, number one. Then the mini boxes of nerds, number two. Those are good. Milky Way, number three. Wow. Milky Way. I was actually, I was thinking nerds for a second there. I was dabbling. I was almost going to say nerds. You you know those little purple boxes you could just down in one sitting? Those are amazing. Those are the best. You just, you know, your cheeks are killing you by the end. They're so good though. You can't even like move around. But they're worth it. Yeah, um, I think mine would be Kit Kat, Snickers, but only if it's like not the mini long Snickers, but the square Snickers. Okay. Because you can bite the like nougat off the bottom and then have the crunchy, caramely peanuts after. Interesting. Can't we really do approach. It. Really nice. And then, oh, wait, wait, I said 
Kit Kat, Snickers. Oh, and the tw- the tw- I'm a grandmother. The Twizzlers are the red vines. Oh, not red vine. <laughs> That's the Twizzlers insane. I love, I love That's insane of, of you, but I support you. It's very very crazy. Like I got some red vines. <laughs> My the mom's day. a red vi- red vine bitch. I love them. I Ugh. got some the other day from the store, and Logan was like, "Hey, you, you got the wrong one." And Logan still hates Twizzlers, but he was like, "Hey, you got the wrong ones. Those aren't Twizzlers." I'm like, "No, these are the ones I want." He's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Are you red vines are better than Twizzlers. I I <gasps> no agree with way. that. I but love I, them I both don't equally. I love either. I love them both equally, and I literally have both in my refrigerator right now. Question: How you eat a Kit Kat? <laughs> snap. Just I just eat it like you don't snap them. I don't. Oh. I thought you meant, okay, do you remember that like viral video of Kourtney Kardashian when she explained how to eat a Kit Kat and she broke yeah. it open and then, I thought you meant like that. I don't eat it like that. I do snap them. I eat them one at a time. Yeah. I don't I've, bite it like a bar. I've always snapped and then I chew. I chew the chocolate off and then eat the wafer. At, it's a wafer, right? Yeah, wafer. Eat the wafer at the end. Yeah. I okay. snap and then just eat them whole. If it's a, like mini ones that like, comes in a two, I'll just. You don't like a snap. psychopath. Because it's going to. It's yeah, no, just... I, I get it. It's all going to the same place. But I just feel like it takes longer. To, like it savors it more if you snap it in half than you get to. I agree. If I get to enjoy it, if I'm not doing something else while I'm eating it, because most of the time if I'm eating candy, I'm actually like in a rush. I don't know what that's yeah, about. It's a grab and go. Yeah, I'm not yeah, ever it just it is. eating candy. Well, that's you why. you can't think about it for too long. Like you can't yeah. like, was then, then all of a sudden you're starting to think about the fact that you're eating like a shitload of candy. <laughs> but like if you're just like running out of the house, there's candies in there. You're going to grab it. You're in the car. You're just like, you needed a quick snack. You're at the computer. When I'm editing, right. I will literally right. have a bowl of candy beside me and I'll just sit there and eat it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I ate, a whole, I ate a whole Halloween pack for the kids. Let me go and get them some more. Not good. All right. What's uh, the next, next question is, do you believe or do you not believe in the paranormal ghost spirits? I do. I don't think about it often, mm-hmm. but I like I don't doubt that it's real. I just right. like I haven't had many of my own or really any of my own experiences with it. But like I I like the fact like I want it to be real because mm-hmm. like there's people that I love that I want like I would like that them to be in the room with me, you know, so I want to believe that it's real. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I just like haven't had my own experiences. But yes, I think it's real. Yeah, that's really interesting. Have you ever had anyone that's had like a scary experience around you or did you have you ever experienced anything that you're like that could have been paranormal but I'm gonna act like it's not I don't think so like not off the top of my head see and you not, would know like, <laughs> right and I would it would have stuck with me so like it's not like no but I also just like what about I don't something know that if, I don't know if there's been things that I've just been like that was that and it's you wrote else. it off and then yeah. It, yeah yeah I don't know what, what about something that maybe wasn't like a scary encounter, but like still paranormal nonetheless, but like like a spirit, like say like um, we get a lot of stories all the time about the grandmother coming through mm-hmm. and helping their granddaughter with this problem in their life. And they just know it's their grandma. They feel it's their grandmother. Like, wait, you're pregnant. You you're definitely going to experience something before the end of your pregnancy. One hundred percent. Like what? 
<laughs> something good. Right? I mean, think about Nothing it. Like, crazy. think about it's ne- it's never anything scary, right? It's most of the time it's just like signs and and smells that you get and that are never there. Like many people will smell like their grandmother, like a maternal, like it's like a maternal mm-hmm. protection. Like, hey, I want to let you know that I'm still here. So people yeah. will smell their like grandmother's perfume whenever. Okay. You know, like the morning that they go into labor or okay. you know, they'll be getting See, ready. See, that I and, would love. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That, that Did you know happen. you were having a boy before you found out you were having a boy? I actually really, really thought I was having a girl. Really? Oh. Yeah. Like, See, I think also, I think my radar, like my psychic radar would be way off the charts because I want to. I want a girl so bad that it's yeah. gonna be like life's I also gonna be like. I think that that boy. had something to do with it. Yeah, like I think I I don't know, but I would always say like because I I taught preschool for a long time and I always like loved the the boys. Like I always like felt like I got along with the little boys better than the little girls, and so like I always was like you know excited to have a boy. But then when I would think about myself having kids and I would think about like envision me as a mom, I would only see little girls. Like I couldn't picture there being a boy. Wow. And so I was like, I must only be having girls. Like I must be having like four girls. And yeah. that's just the way that's gonna that be my life. And so like I was like just convinced that he was gonna be a girl. And I was very shocked. Now I can't imagine it any other way. Right. Yeah. But at first I was just like, this must be wrong. Because he's a girl. That's so I have chili and I have a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, is brisket or ham the girl? Ham is the girl. Ham. So we have Ham. She's the only girly pop. Yeah, it's me and with her you. against the world. I yeah. tell her that all the time. It's just yeah. you and her. And now y'all are about to be outnumbered. Big time. Oh, wait, no, you're already outnumbered. We're I already forget. outnumbered, but we have, we're about we to be like double the Yeah, <laughs> Doubly outnumbered. We're going to have double to get trouble, you some girly and, and trouble. What is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's us. That's us. Me and Ham. <laughs> yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley. You yeah. Are. yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of people in e- either right after they have their babies or right before, because you have to think like how who is going to be the most on the front lines of welcoming spirits to earth and like opening that portal. It's going to be moms because, of course, yeah. God, we give it to women because we're iconic like that. We can handle right. that. Right. And so, of course, like you're you've got this like open little portal to all your loved ones. Like they can send you messages if they if that's something they want to do. And you might get I a little that. message. I would love that so much. Um, so I hope something like that happens. I, I think hope. if you I think if you open yourself up to it, then yeah. it would. you do have to also open your gate, but be very specific about who's allowed to come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't yeah. think my gates are open. I need to open them. I, I have this close mind sometimes. So does Morgan. We we leave ours open most of the time, but we do my, have a closing sign. That's actually a lie. Mine's <laughs> usually closed most of the time. Yeah, yours is always <laughs> cracked, though. It's got a little Because if anybody knocks crack on your door, door, you open it. You're for right, some yeah. reason. <laughs> like it was I, a, I did see a TikTok that was like t- to like help you welcome those people in. And I yeah. saved it. And I was like, maybe one day I will partake in this. One day we should, we, we'll come over, we'll help you. We'll fly out. We'll come over and we'll do it. We'll, I would love that. We'll walk you, you through it. You and the medium. Yeah. Susan's we'll got to be Susan. there. Yeah. Susan has she's, to come as well. She's incredible. She's amazing. Like she, she's like, worldwide. Like I'm, I am probably arguably one of the biggest skeptics about the psychic world. And mm-hmm. Susan has con- like, has blown my fucking mind in so many different instances. Like she's incredible. She's gifted. Yeah. I would, I would love to like talk to a medium or something of that sort just like for my personal life I think yeah. like that really 
excites me. It just is more like the rest of it that kind of scares me. But like, I would love to like connect, be able to connect with like my grandparents or. Right. You definitely need to be with someone like Susan. And obviously, like we when we talk about mediums and psychics and stuff, we're very particular because it can be can be dangerous if you're not careful and you don't know this person's intentions very well. So when we found Susan, we were like, and I'm very, I'm very skeptical as well when it comes to everything too. Morgan's much more so than I am. Whenever I met her, I literally took off my rings. I was in a random friend's apartment that had no pictures on the wall. I didn't even drive my car. I didn't text her with my real number. I didn't tell her how to spell my name. She walked in and she was like, so you're married and you're from. I mean, she's iconic. She does it over the phone if you would ever want to talk with her or in person, whatever. She's amazing. I would would love that. Maybe I'll get her info from you. Yeah, we will definitely give it to you. Okay. Thank you so much, Kelsey, for having us on your show. If you guys haven't listened already, it came out last Thursday. And thanks for coming on ours. I know this is so out of me. This is so fun. I know it's so out of your comfort zone. So I really do applaud you. No, but I love it. Like, it's so, so cool to learn about and you guys are just so easy to talk to so it's super fun oh my god we've had the best time and thank you for like letting us dip our toes into the life that's outside of the cruising crimes world it's so <laughs> so fun yeah. it's i'm so happy anytime anytime you want to come back on circle time and if you ever oh st patrick's day i'll obviously be back <laughs> yes here. obviously we're yeah. gonna have to do that because i mean yeah, i'm, be I'm really it, serious about it with a james so and ginger line in your hand <laughs> we've got to do that because it's and, so fun and baby boy on the hip yeah. Yep. We're going to yeah, have no, him dress be, up as a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a leprechaun. Perfect. Thank Perfect. you so much, Kelsey. It was Thank so fun. Thank you so much. It's so, so fun. All right. We will see you guys in November. Yeah. We'll see you in November. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, babes. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.